Good evening. You're listening to Table Talk with Greenwood First Assembly. I am Billy Carraway, and sitting alongside me is our senior pastor, John Miller, and our children's pastor, Mindy Foote. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing just great. Awesome. We are still middle of summer. It's still very hot. Yep. And we still have no rain. Well, we got a few drops today. <laughs> I need it to rain for like, I don't know, a week straight. <laughs> I think that would make me feel better right now. Why? You have to mow the grass. Well, see, we got um, Corey from oh, church. Yeah. He <laughs> mows the grass for me, and he does such a good job. Mm-hmm. It is so nice having he does. a landscape guy that comes and, do, and does the grass because I don't have to get up and do the grass no more. Do you make Cameron mow your grass, Mindy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to do it. Mindy's not going to mow the grass. He won't let me. <laughs> he likes riding that little mower around. And- yes. <laughs> yeah. See, if we had a lawnmower that actually ran, I'd probably be out there mowing it. But I have the worst luck with lawnmowers. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I could use some rain. It would just help cool things off. Hey, we have a awesome show for you guys tonight. Thank you guys for listening. For the people that left any kind of feedback on the past episodes that we have uh, that we have produced or, or, or aired, and um, tonight I kind of I kind of want to uh, go off on it, go off, but talk a little bit on some of the ministries that we have here at Greenwood First Assembly, and we're going to be speaking with Mindy Foote here in just a few minutes about our children's ministry that we have, and we were just discussing this a minute ago. I asked her, what is the name of the kids club here at Greenwood First Assembly, and your answer was what? Kids club. Kids club. It's kids club. I thought it was like something radical or something, but kids club is really cool. I like that name also. Wednesday night, the name of it is? Rock Solid. Rock Solid. So Wednesday night, it's Rock Solid. Together, it's called Kids Club. So we are going to be talking with Mindy here shortly about that. Before we do, we are still in the middle of COVID-19 pandemic. We are still in the middle. Actually, let me say this first. So you guys cannot see us, but you can definitely hear us. We are social distancing in this Mm -hmm. room, but we will not tell you where we are at inside the church. We are deep inside a bunker. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> You've been listening to Mark Levin. Like, I've been listening to talk show radio. Yeah. I think I made Amanda, my, my wife Amanda, and, and our daughter listen to that on the way to Fort Smith last week. I'm like, we're listening to AM radio. No, we are We are definitely we're social distancing. Uh, Pastor, um, I've kind of been out of the loop. It's actually the first time I've seen you guys in, what, like two weeks? Yeah. And so... Um, has there been anything new um, government-wise, mandate-wise for the churches that maybe I'm just not aware of? We, we're still just kind of just flowing with what they have for us? Well, they, uh, it, it's been mandated for everyone to wear a mask as far as going into stores. Walmart started it, and then Sam's did, picked it up, and, and uh, you know, supposedly that is what you're supposed to do when you're going to all the stores. I've noticed not everybody's doing that, but yes. <laughs> but anyway, as far as the church is concerned, it is not it's not a mandate to do that. However, they strongly recommend it. So that's kind of where we're at. We have some wear masks and some don't. So. Yeah, I think it's um, I, I've just like recently veered off into Walmart for the first time in forever. It seems like the other day. And had to put my mask on. It's so weird wearing the mask. I don't know what it is. It just, I, I, I of course, I want to make sure that I'm protecting myself and and everybody else around me from you know this this uh, 
disease or whatever we want to call it. Uh, right. But um, it just feels so weird. I don't know what it is. I can't grasp it. Um, I think that when I walk around, it, it, you feel normal because everybody else is wearing it. But it just feels like we're all wearing masks and we're all grown adults. <laughs> I don't know. What it, is. it just feel, I feel like we're dressing up for Halloween. Almost. <laughs> I don't be. know. Maybe it's just the way I think. I'm just weird like that. Uh-huh. But so um, no big mandates. We are still having church, of course, and we do have. I, I think we do have at the front entrance of the church um, uh, mask. If you are interested in coming uh, to Greenville First Assembly, we do have masks available. You can wear one at your discretion, I'm sure. Have you preached with the mask on? Would you preach with the mask on? Uh, no, I, I, that, I, I don't think I could do that. I, I get hot as it is. Yes. <laughs> no, I, 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 that's one thing they don't ask you to do. It's kind of like <laughs> eating, you know. You can't eat with a mask on. I know. How You know, it's weird. Like, you would just be able to see your eyes. <laughs> you wouldn't know where your mouth is at, so it, it would feel weird. <laughs> it would. It would be. <laughs> I don't know. And, and it goes to say, like, if you've never been to a Pentecostal church before, like, one of the things you see is a, is a preacher spitting. So, <laughs> yeah, it holds the spit in. Yeah, huh? it will hold the spit. It's like one of these little pop filters on the microphone. <laughs> so, no. So, hey, but uh, that being said, we are still having church. We are still. Uh, now, Wednesday night services are, are kind of like the tradition for, for the church. Uh, they've been canceled for August, correct? So we. For July, they were canceled. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, yeah, we, we kind of go for the month about a month of, of no services on Wednesday and we're going to resume back those services on the 12th from what I understand. Yes. So we are looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the youth, you know, coming back. Um, uh, I guess the neat thing for us is we're going to be picking up a few youth and thanks to our kids department and Mindy, some of the kids that are in the kids area, they'll be moving up. They're coming, becoming teenagers now. And that is, do you remember when you became a teenager and you're like, how cool am I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a 14-year-old right now that he's slowly learning to drive. And I have a standard transmission. My little car is a standard transmission. And he's been learning on that. And it is so awful. <laughs> <laughs> I need to set back money to buy a new clutch for that car already because I'm afraid to let him continue to drive or learn to drive on that. Well, then we let um, him drive Amanda's car, which is the Chevy Traverse. And he doesn't know how to drive an automatic very well. <laughs> he's learning. He's learning. But you remember being a teenager learning to drive? Yes, I do. Matter of fact, uh, when I got my license, I was 16, uh-huh. and uh, I had a, a, a policeman follow me all the way home and got into the driveway, and I got out. I thought, what did I do? <laughs> anyway, he uh, checked my license. Well, he said, I just thought you weren't old enough to drive. So <laughs> Anyway, that was all it was. I guess I was too short or he something. He didn't give you one of the fix that tail light kind of things. <laughs> no, that's fun. Mindy, what about you? How old, you, how old were you? Well, I was 16 when I got my license. Uh, I don't like to drive. I got one because I guess I, everyone else gets one at 16. Yeah. I don't know. It's a cool thing. What was your first car? I had a 1946 Ford. Oh, my gosh. 
Yes. That is cool. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Would you still own that car and drive it if it was still around? Uh, probably not. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't want to know what my first car was? Yeah. You're going to a Ford Tempo. All right. You remember the Ford Taurus? Yes. Okay. It was below that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I remember those cars. <laughs> Ford Tempo. That thing was like, uh, the cool thing was I could put probably 10 bucks of gas in it and it would go for like a month. Yeah. But I was always broke. So <laughs> it was one of those, I'd have to bum money off of my mom and dad. Right. Oh, the fun days. So we are we are excited. We're just in here talking, just having a good time. Um, I was I was telling somebody, you know, the whole concept behind table talk was to just do this, to just to sit around a table, to just openly talk, to have fun, and to actually get to see a side of somebody like John Miller, our senior pastor at of Greenville First Assembly, that maybe you have not seen before. You get to see a funny side, you get to see a serious side, but to just hold a discussion. And, you know, that's the importance of it. I think that uh, I'm not, I don't want to point a finger, but I just think that there's a lot of churches that they don't hold discussions, enough Mm -hmm. discussions. They don't open the floor up. They don't, you know, have these kind of conversations and they don't allow themselves to just, you know, be free a little bit more and, and realize that there's a whole world going on outside of the walls of the church that we are commissioned, you know, to, to go after. We are here to bring the lost in, to bring the souls in. And it's not through this church also, but through all the churches out there. And we are, again, excited um, to just be able to sit around a table and talk, number one. Um, pandemic or not, we're still having church. I love right. that. You know, pandemic or not, the Lord is still in charge. Mm-hmm. Jesus is still King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And so as we kind of continue on with this, I want to, uh, number one, invite you, if you have not found a church, to Greenwood First Assembly. You will love it here, I promise you. This is an amazing church. Uh, the people here are super friendly. Uh, they've taken me and my family in. We've only been here about seven or eight months now and taken us in just like family, and we highly recommend this church to other people. And moving on, I really wanted to, because school is fixing to be here so fast well they've been out of school for ever yeah like (laughs) it seems like a year and i know they want to go back to school and i know we're like fixing to send our kids back to school in this pandemic fueled stew pot of a world right now of everything going on so it is i think so important for us to discuss what we have not not just what's going on here at greenwood first assembly but just discuss the kids and the children that are involved in all this right now. So Mindy is our children's pastor here at Greenwood First, and she does an amazing job. My kids always love, you know, I love hearing the stories of what you guys learned about on Sunday morning or Wednesday nights and kind of getting like the little uh, uh, whatever they made, you know, they, mm. they would make something, whether it be a picture or draw something. And just hearing the stories again of what, of what they have to say and how the services and stuff went. And Mindy, um, you have been the children's pastor here for, well, we talked about this before, like in the first episode, but how long have you been the children's pastor here? Um, six months. Six months. So that's, that is kind of like me. We're like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. still the new guy on the block here, but, um, being a, a kid's pastor, a children's pastor, did you ever think when you were growing up, like, I wanted to be a kid's pastor and wanted to like venture off into this kind of area or anything? No. Yeah. Um, what did you think when you kind of felt the calling of God on your life? Well, I started helping, uh, teach the pre-K class uh, about five or six years ago and it just fell in love. 
watching the kids, because they're the ones that I had six years ago, or the ones that are fixing to go up into your youth, just seeing how much they've grown, how much they've fallen in love with Christ. It just, it's just amazing feeling just seeing them grow. Absolutely. Um, and the cool thing about that is like seeing the kids grow, um, like coming up, like mm. I can remember my oldest son, he was only 14, fixing to be 15, but like, you know, his first couple months or weeks in a kid's area at church and just seeing the excitement on his face, like, it almost like we call it kids club, mm-hmm. the name of it, but it, it felt like he was part of an actual club, you know, yeah. like I'm part of something. This is so neat. And we would pick him up like every Sunday morning after Sunday school or children's church or every Wednesday night and just seeing like the glow of on his face, how excited he was about everything. Um, you are, I, I can probably put it like this, but being the kids pastor here at this church, you are on the front line of what is fixing to happen, you know, in this pandemic driven world right now, you're seeing it firsthand. So that kind of being said, is there anything that concerns you with what's happening, what's going on, how we need to approach, you know, the kids ministry or anything? Um, just to give the kids a peace of mind that God's not doing this because they did something wrong or we did something wrong that, you know, whatever's going on, it's, it's okay to still have faith and not have fear. That's good. We, we can even relate to this with the adults at any church or just the adults in general, pastor. It's, you know, the spirit of fear and, you know, how many people walk around with that spirit. I mean, you preach about it all the time. It's just something that is, is it natural to fear? Is it, I mean, is it natural for, you know, to wake up with a fearful attitude? Well, fear is a fear is an emotion and it's good and in many ways because of the fact that it keeps you from killing yourself you don't go out into the street when cars are coming you know and things like that but when it becomes an unnatural emotion that's when the problem comes and uh, like I've given my testimony many times I've had panic attacks and and almost quit the ministry over it and all of those things because of uh, it's a terrible feeling. You know, I felt like I couldn't drive the car. I'd have a wreck, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But when I realized that according to what the Bible says in 2 Timothy 1.7, God did not give you a spirit of fear. Amen. So if he didn't give it to it, then where did it come from? You know, it came from the devil himself. And But he gave you power, love, and a sound mind. Then 1 John 4, 18 also says there is no fear in love. Yeah. Perfect love casts out fear. So we don't have to be afraid. But, uh, but uh, and I remember my wife, she would say, she kept saying I had a spirit of fear. I said, no, I don't have a spirit of fear. I'm a minister. I'm in the ministry full time. Yeah, I think it is. I said, no, it's not, you know, and kept going to the doctor and all that and come to find out what it was. Then I knew what I needed to do about it, and I was able to overcome it. So it's still, fear still tries to come on me, but I know what to do when it does. And that's, yeah. that's the difference right there. That, that, that's really good. I, I, I always enjoy hearing you, when, especially behind the pulpit, preach about, you know, what you've been through, especially, uh, you know, overcoming those kind of spirits of fear. And um, one thing I've noticed, and this is just me just speaking totally outside the box here. I've noticed that when we throw in a pandemic, fear from parents almost tends to keep people away and their kids away from a kids club, mm-hmm. a youth. This again, this is me speaking. I'm not pointing a finger at anybody. I'm, and I totally understand that. I don't think I would want any of my kids. We, we canceled kids camp this year mm-hmm. and we also canceled youth camp this year for that 
very same reason. You know, we were we were fearful. We did not want kids to go to camp and, you know, uh, contract this virus. But at the same time, we still are here. Mm-hmm. We are still a thriving church. We are still, you know, m- trying to minister to the kids and to the youth of our area, of our surrounding. And is that something that we can, I don't know, overcome, but is that something that we're going to have to deal with more of? You know, almost, I don't want to just say parents, but, you know, is it, it just feels that way sometimes. I mean, I never want to put myself in a position where I'm so afraid that I don't want my kids to be a part of something because maybe I'm scared of it. Right. Have you ever had that happen or have you maybe noticed that at all? Well, I've had a a lot of um, instances with that over in Kids Club where parents are afraid. Even uh, I took Gunner to the doctor and he was talking about coming to church. And she was like, well, you guys shouldn't be going to church, you know. (laughs) Like even her, she was trying to put the fear on. We left and Gunner asked, why not? You know, like, so it's hard. It's hard to keep them innocent. I mean, when you're little, you shouldn't have worries like adults do. Definitely. I, Pastor, um... Again, it's it's going beyond just the kids and, and the youth. It, it comes to the church also. I mean, it almost feels like there's that, you know, we're fearful to even come to the house of God. And I don't know, is can that be man-made? Or is that, you know, the way the spirit works like that, that spirit of fear? I mean, once one person is afraid then everybody else is following, you know, right behind them? Or is that something, how do we overcome that? Well, I think the, I think we have to be honest. It's the, the secular news media is promoting fear like I've never seen before. Uh, I mean, and it's, it's night after night after night after night. This many people have got it, and this many people are dying. It just goes on and on. And, of course, you have to understand when I say secular media, they don't understand the concept of, of God, you know, watching over us, taking care of us. And, uh, you know, he doesn't give us that kind of fear. Do, do we need to take precautions? Of course we do. I mean, that's obvious. And uh, if people feel like they need to wear a mask, that's fine. And I don't, I don't knock people for that. If they feel like that's what they're supposed to do, fine. Yeah. Uh, some people feel like they should, and some people feel like they shouldn't. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we just have to go where people are. But I think that when, when you constantly hear, that's one of the reasons why I quit. I used to watch the evening news constantly. I was a 5.30 ABC <laughs> News. I was there. Yeah. But I got tired of hearing about the coronavirus every night, every night. And then... Our governor gets up, and and I I understand the governor's position. Uh, I don't watch that either as far as that goes. I keep up with what we are required to do because I think we should do that. But I don't don't listen to that, so I don't feed on that. If I'm feeding on that constantly over and over again, because the the times I did watch the news, I thought, wow, if I watch this every night, I'd probably really be afraid. Mm -hmm. But I just don't do that. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I I used to be just like you, the evening news and the morning news. I would get up early and and, and watch the news. I would look forward to it. And um, it wasn't that I just kind of grew weary of watching it. I actually we uh, we we got rid of our cable. <laughs> <laughs> so and I never bought rabbit ears. So that's kind of what did it for me. But there's so much negativity going on out there. I would say this. This is this is just my heart, me speaking. But moms and dads that are listening, bring your kids to church and let them grow and let them be a part of something like this. Not, and we are well aware. I think everybody in here and everybody that's listening is well aware of what's happening. I mean, unless you've lived under a rock, I hate that saying, but <laughs> I, we're well aware of what of what is going on out there. 
But rest assured, I, I think when I walk into this church and I see you, Pastor Miller, every morning, and you're in here praying over this church and praying over the people and praying the blood of Jesus over the, everything around us. I believe that the blood of Jesus washes away the fear more than anything else out there will, can, or whatever is said on the news media. I, I truly so. believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And so if you are fearful to bring kids to a church, please don't be. Rest assured that your kids are being prayed for. Mm-hmm. I promise you, every morning you probably have your set prayer time because I see you in here whenever I come to the church in the morning and, and you're in here praying in the sanctuary. They are being prayed over. They are being seeked over. You know, the blood of Jesus is being, you know, prayed over each individual of this church. And so I would say bring them. Let them be a part of this. Um, I, what You guys have such an awesome kids area over there too. Um, I was blown away kind of when, when I first started here and I saw the the youth area, you guys have a slide. <laughs> How cool is that? Do you ever go down it? No, I have never. <laughs> I've never once gone down it. Okay, I want. I want to. I'll be the first adult <laughs> to go down it. No, no, it's 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 so neat to see the stuff that they have over there. Um, you guys do. You you have an awesome team though too. You you have a, a few sponsors mm-hmm. that help you guys out. And um, what do you say about your team? Like how how do you kind of organize your team? Like on a weekly basis or a monthly basis or something. Just great communication. Great. Yeah, that's the teacher right there. So, and you guys work real good together, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are like, they got it going on. Like, when you drop your kids off, you know, you, you drop them off. We do have like a little check-in system now, don't we? Yes. Kind of sort of like that. Kinda. little check-in system. You drop your kids off. Parents, you come right back to the main service and or sanctuary and just go on with your day and your kids will be, you know, over there. Now, like, oh, this might be uh, not a tough one, not for you, but I'm just saying, like, when you think of, like, material for the month, mm-hmm. what, are you, what are you trying to do? Like, what's going on? What's happening in the world? Or maybe just trying to build structure or something for the kids? Yeah, it's more um, what's, like, what's going on, what I feel that maybe the kids are going through, uh, yeah. struggling with. One thing that we're going to do uh, in our on our uh, live broadcast that we have, instead of having five minutes, four minutes, three minutes, uh, I've had Ma- Mindy's taking some pictures, and we're going to show what we have over there in there. We'll show them our our jumping castle and our scooters and our slide and all that. We want to show people what what's inside because it is a it is a really cool uh, setup is. that they have there and. Uh, so, uh, so instead of just seeing the five, four, three, two, one, we're going to be uh, showing different ministries and what facilities we have too. Yeah, I, that is a cool idea because it, there's a lot. Okay, Sunday mornings. It's not every Sunday morning we have this, but we have the bounce rounds over there too for the kids. Yes. So, oh, that's cool. Like, how many churches have bounce around for kids? Probably <laughs> I, not many. I like that. Have you ever bounced on one of those, Pastor? Have I been what? Have you ever bounced on one of the bounce rounds no, that's over there? No, I, I, I don't get in those. I think we need to get you in there one day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'd fall down. That could be a good fundraiser. That would be an awesome fundraiser <laughs> yes. right there. We, we get enough kids here and Pastor will go in there and jump around. What do you think? Uh, I think Mindy would do a good job at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, I lo- she's younger than I am. <laughs> I like that idea. Um, you could do it. 
Oh, no way. I, we were just talking about this. I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> I've got gray hair in my beard. Well, what, what do I have? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've, uh, we've been um, talking, of course, with Mindy Foote, our, our kids pastor here. And I want to tell you all something. Maybe you all didn't know this about me, but I got started long ago when I first got started in ministry. I was doing music ministry and um, that kind of... Once things started settling down, I was in Southern Gospel groups and Christian rock groups and everything. And then um, when I really felt the calling of God, you know, to get back into ministry, the first position I ever took, and not really a position, but the first thing I ever did to work with a church was to be a kid sponsor. And that was one of the best experiences I've ever been a part of was to be a kid sponsor. And... Of course, now being, you know, the youth pastor here, I, I totally understand what you guys have to go through <laughs> because you almost have to be, you know, you're, you're trying to teach, you're trying to disciple, you're trying to build and you're trying to, you know what I mean? Instill biblical character in kids, but you have to do it at a young age. Yes. How hard is that? Oh, it's hard. It's a fine line of, um, like you said, teaching them. Of course, that's what we want them to know. Um, but for them to be interested in it and want to come back every Sunday and have fun. So you got to be creative. and so You have to be so creative. And you have to be youthful. <laughs> right. you know what I mean? mm-hmm. See, people like me that's got gray hair, we can't be youthful no more. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when, when I tell you, I'm going to give you a story and then we're going to try to wrap things up. But um, one of the best experiences that I remember as uh, as a kid sponsor was I asked I got asked to go to a uh, kids camp, and of course it was in um, what's the name of our camp out there in Hot Springs, a Mountain Valley Retreat in Hot Springs, and um, my first time to the Arkansas campgrounds and went out there, and when I originally filled out my volunteer packet, I put something like I want to be. We have go karts out there. I'm like, I want to be a go kart worker. You know, I just get to sit and watch the go karts all day. How cool will that be? So when I get out there, they have a staff meeting. So everybody that's part of the camp um, has to go and have a meeting. And it was uh, Ron Kelly who's the over the kids for Arkansas. Anyways, um, I I sit there and they start naming off the positions that you're going to be doing for the week that you're there or for three days that you're there. And so everybody got their position and I was like the last one. And he goes, Billy Carraway. And I'm like, well, that's me. And he goes, "Um, counselor. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Counselor? I'm like, I don't want to be a counselor. I I just want to go ride the go-karts. That's all I really wanted to do. And so I had my mindset, like, I'm just going to be at the go-kart track, and which was a good thing because if you've seen where the go-kart track's at, it's like the face of the sun Mm. just shines right down there on top of that go-kart track. So anyways, I became uh, a counselor for three days and I will never forget the experiences that I had of being a counselor because I had like 25 kids and it was just me. And I, I think like they give you some goofy names, like you're like the dragonflies or you're the bumblebees or mm-hmm. something like that. And I think I was the wolverines or something. <laughs> and so me and this group of like 25 kids, and I think the oldest one was maybe like 12 or 13 years old, you know, we're going and we're doing all the fun stuff. And it was just such a, it was so much fun I was so sore and it really showed me how old I really was at the end of that three days but here's the one thing that I really would say I can focus on and it still leaves a lasting impression in my life I will never forget because every time I go to camp there's always 
a group of kids that you will meet that just have these impressions on your life. There was a kid there named Slade. I don't remember his last name. I just remember his first name. And I had a, a, a baseball hat, like an Under Armour baseball hat. I'll never forget. He asked me if, if he could have it. I'm like, well, no, because I'm, I need it for the rest of the week. He's like, well, I, I've never had a baseball cap before. So I told him, I was like, at the end of the week, if you still don't have a baseball cap, if you never bought one, or if you don't go buy one at the at the store or something like that, I said, I'll give you this one. So at the end of the week, I gave him the baseball cap. But the thing about it was Slade came from a real rough part of Arkansas, and you could totally tell that. And the, the kids that he was with, and um, we were at uh, the, the evening service, and this was probably the third day into the camp, and probably the last service before we actually left to go back home. And um, I see Slade, and there the the evangelist or the speaker that week. His name was um, Bill Harness. He does Karate Man, and he's from West Memphis. And this guy, oh, he's so cool. You got to check him out. Look, Google Karate Man and Bill Harness, and you can see all his stuff that he does. It's so neat. Anyways, Bill Harness had did this um, altar call. And I noticed Slade, I'm just kind of in the back, just kind of just, I, they give you duties to do every night. And I think one of mine was like bathroom, like, don't let the kids go out of the sanctuary. They need to come back in, especially during the altar service. And so I see Slade, I'm kind of towards the back of the sanctuary and Slade comes up to me and I'm like, oh, he's going to want to go outside. Slade wraps his arms around me and he just starts bawling. And I'm like, I just grab him immediately. And I just, you know, I'm holding on to him. I was like, Man, just tell me what's going on and let's pray. Well, he told me this, and this is what, and it still breaks my heart. He's like, my older brother was able to be learned for 15 years, but I was only able to be learned for 10 years. And I'm like, Slade, I don't know what you mean. He goes, my dad passed away. He goes, and he was only able to teach me for 10 years of my life. He goes, and it's not fair that my brother got 14 years. We should have had longer. And I immediately broke down. I mean, immediately. Because what a lot of people don't know is my dad passed away. You know, I wasn't young. I wasn't 10 years old. My dad passed away in 07. And I can just remember feeling the hurt and remembering what it felt like when my dad passed away. And so I'm holding on to this kid with everything I have. And I'm like, man, let's just go pray. Let's just go pray. And that is one of the best and most memorable experiences I can remember at kids camp. And it was all due because... It had nothing to do with me whatsoever, I promise you. But what it means is like people like you, Mindy, this is what kids are going through. Mm-hmm. You know, these there is so much stuff that we don't understand. There is so much hurt out there that we don't get. And in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of this crazy world, it's still out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here. This church is here. Mindy, your arms, I can already tell, your arms are open wide mm-hmm. oh, yeah. for these kids like that. I will never forget that moment. This kid, we might not ever see each other. And by the way, he got my hat at the end of the at the mm-hmm. end of the week. But we we'll never meet again. But we had a moment together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about kids ministry. It's what I love about church, is that we might not have it together. You know, Pastor, you've been in this how many years? Well, I've been in forty seven years altogether. Yeah, we might not have it together for forty seven years. But we still can make a difference in somebody's life, in kids, right. in kids ministry, and the people around us. If you know anybody, if, you, if you're listening to this, and you know anybody, a kid that is going through this, I highly encourage you to bring them to a church, to bring them to Greenwood First Assembly, to bring them just to a church yes. in general, mm-hmm. and just let let them grow. Let them be a part of this. They're going to have the time of their life. 
They're going to love this. Mindy, you do such an awesome job here. You really do. I love listening to my kids and what they have to say and, you know, what, what they're learning and stuff. That it, it brings joy to me. It really does. And um, really, I just wanted to focus on, on the kids, you know, for this area because we have a lot of kids here. <laughs> we do. We do. We have a lot of kids that are running around this church. and It's so neat to see them and see their faces. And the cool thing is, Many starts them young and they come to youth with me and I get to see these awesome kids, you know, and how they grow and, and where they're from and how they, you know, you know, just, we just get to be a part of this process. You know, they come from Mindy, they go to me and then they go to you pastor, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that is so cool. I think. Yeah. So it is. you guys want to add anything before we say bye? You're good. Mindy. Thank you so much for everything you do with the kids. Oh, you're welcome. You guys are awesome. Hey, this is Billy Carraway again, and we want to. I want to invite you right now, if you do not have a church, to come to Greenville First Assembly. If you don't want to come, that's okay because we got you hooked up there too. You can check us out on our Facebook page. Is it Greenwood First Assembly or First Assembly Greenwood? Greenwood First Assembly. Greenwood First Assembly, and you can watch us live. We live stream every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m., and if you don't want to check us out there, you can go to YouTube, because we got a YouTube channel also, and you can check us out there too. But I highly recommend that you guys check us out, and if you want to leave us any kind of feedback, especially for our, our podcast, this Table Talk podcast, or if you maybe even want to send a suggestion, if you want to have somebody, if if you want to be a guest with us also, we would love that too. We I, I love talking, so it doesn't matter to me who's in here. It could be anybody. I'll talk to I'll talk to a stick. I promise you. So, but we want to thank you guys for tuning in, listening with us, and you guys have a great and blessed week. Thank you all.